you for all that you've done up until this present hour. We enter into your gates with thanksgiving. We come into your courts with praise. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. For the Lord is good. Thank you for coming and dwelling amongst men, leading us and guiding us into all that is true. Help us today in our humanity, in our frail way, to offer up praises unto you. How excellent is your name, Lord, in all of the earth. We will sing. If you would, please, all over the building. Come on and bless the Lamb. Don't pity pad. The Lord has been good to you. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, come on, come on. Open your mouths and say something to him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, we bless your holy. Come on, come on. We're trying to do something. We're trying to, we're trying to enter in. We want to enter in. Enter in, enter in. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We desire you. We desire your presence. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, talk to him. Tell him. Tell him how good he is. Tell him how good he is. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Wonderful, 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 wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. He's a holy God. He's a holy God. He's a holy God. He demands praise. He demands worship. He demands glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord, you ought to stretch out on him. Stretch out on him. Stretch out on him. He's here.
anything if you just give me a little bit more. Just give me a little bit Just a little bit more.
you that God because this is
waiting on this. Yes, Lord. Too long we've had it, but we had it according to the form. And he's saying, I want to give you all of me. He wants you to have all of it. Thank God for what he's doing. We give him glory. Give him Hallelujah. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Our deacons are coming at this time as we receive our morning offering and giving. Such the season of giving. Amen. We want you to prepare your hearts. Amen. To be a blessing to the work of the Lord. Tithe and our offering. And then when uh, there's a sign that's up there in your cash app, you can cash app at your dollar level. Make sure 2700 You turn your air conditioner on, we turn this one on. Amen. And when we turn it on, the meter just starts spinning. Weepee. That little thing in the electric bill on the meter just went, just skipping and hopping, got all excited. FPNL or Gulf Power, whoever it is, I don't know who y'all got nowadays, but where whoever it is, they started getting excited. Lord, here it comes. We made it to the summer. We about to hit it now. So you know it got to we, it got to be paid, amen. Because y'all know if you come in here and be in service one Sunday without the air conditioning, y'all be calling church next week. If the air conditioning got fixed, because I don't know if I'm gonna be able to make it Sunday if the air conditioning ain't fixed. Y'all know what's the truth. Y'all don't why y'all don't want to tell the truth. All right, I got about four of you coming here sit with a fan. You sitting here with a fan for a few minutes, and then you be trying to give pastor the sign. 
bless you. I love y'all so much. All right. Deacons, y'all ready? They're ready. Ushers, y'all ready? They're ready. Congregation, y'all ready? Everybody's ready. Then let's stand to our feet and you're in the hands of our ushers. because now is the time for the word of God. And I believe Pastor has positioned herself, amen, to hear from God and to be a blessing to the body. I'm looking forward to this message with great spiritual anticipation. And I pray that as you're sitting there in the congregation that you are praying and saying, Lord, feed me until I want no more. Amen. God bless you. Standing to your feet all over the building, let us put our hands together and receive this great woman of the great God, our very own pastor. Pastor, as you feel Hallelujah. Thank you,
precious spirit. Come on, let's clap for the Holy Spirit. Reverence the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. And while you're yet standing, let's clap for our prelay of the body of Christ ministry worldwide. Our very own apostle, our teacher, our God, guide, mouthpiece of God himself. I thank you, apostle. Hallelujah. What a great leader you are to us. And before you take your seats, why don't you clap for yourself? Clap for your neighbor, neighbor. Clap for the absent party of the body. Amen. Hallelujah. While you're taking your seat, thank you, Lord, for saving my saved you. Come on, thank you, Lord, for making us whole. My God, my God, my God, thank you, Lord, for giving to me thy great salvation, so full and free. Hallelujah. God, some of y'all just be singing, but if you pay attention to some of the words that you sing, the words itself will ignite a fire into you and will remind you of the goodness of God. Salvation so free. You mean I don't got to do nothing? No, you don't have to do anything except believe in Jesus Christ. Believe that he died and he rose again and he resurrected with power. Amen. Just for you. Amen. John 3 and 16 says, for he gave his only begotten son. Hallelujah. And a lot of us wouldn't do that these days if we tell the truth about it. But he gave his only begotten son that we may live, that we may have everlasting life, that we may have eternal life, and that we may share in his glory. Amen. Hallelujah. On today, we're going to talk. I'm going to talk, and we're going to try to just talk this out for y'all. Hallelujah. But we know that the Holy Spirit is subject to take over and take charge. But I am going to talk to you on today. And my title is going to be, When Who I Am No Longer Works for Me. Hallelujah. When Who I Am No Longer Works for Me. When Who I Am No Longer Works for Me. You know, life that we're living right now, we're all living, we're living this life, and uh, we, we, are, we are at this point to where life itself is just kind of not making sense, you know. We're starting to wake up and realize, I was just here last year. We're starting to wake up and realize, these are the same troubles that I continue to face. We're starting to see that there is something else that we want, but we don't know how to get to that place. 
and we're struggling because we feel the need to move. We feel the need to grow. We feel the need to expand ourselves. We feel, we feel the need to want more. We move from the place of just wanting a house and a car and the tangible, but we feel something in our spirit that says there is much more, but how and I'm going to get to it. What am I going to do? Amen. What do I need to do? And I'm stuck in a place because I don't know how to move. And we know that when we're going to a new place, it is kind of hard to understand the new place because it's a place we've never been. It's a place you've never gone to. And so you just start sitting back and sitting down and asking yourself questions. Hallelujah. And then you start reflecting on your past. You start reflecting on your life, trying to count up the cost to figure out why am I here and then where am I going? Hallelujah. And not only that, then you got to deal with anxiousness because you understand that there is much more. And so you start getting anxiety because you're ready for it to happen like right now, like today, <laughs> like not tomorrow. I need it right now. Amen. Hallelujah. In 2018, 31% of the people said that they were happy. And now in 2020, it's down to 14%, which tells me that something as a believer, as a woman of God, as a woman in a relationship with God, amen, as a servant of God, a handmaiden of God, and I know some of you can feel me, which says that something is up and something is getting ready to happen. I may not know what it is, but if we was happy 31% in 2018, and then now we down to 14%, then something's going on in the atmosphere. And I feel I need to figure out what it is, what has taken our happiness, what has taken us from a place of being so liberated to now we are just stuck in a place and we don't know where to go. Amen. Hallelujah. And this was Americans. Americans are the unhappiest they have ever been in 50 years. And we can put some of that to COVID. We know that COVID kind of made us down and brought this down spirit and bought, brought this seclusive spirit. You know, you got to pay attention as a believer. Like, what did COVID really do? I didn't die from COVID, but COVID, what was your real intentions? Why were you here? And, and, and it didn't just come and take people out, but for us believer, it brought a spirit of doubt. It brought a spirit of downness. It brought a spirit of depression. Why? Because you had to stay stuck in your house. You couldn't go out like you used to. You had to live in a new place that you've never lived in but y'all know how we do we make the best of what we can, we have right and so some of us knew how to survive in those situations hallelujah some of us adapted to the change hallelujah and we learned through the spirit of God that this trouble won't last always we learned that um, um years back years back maybe a couple of years back God had already set you up to win the battle of COVID in your mind come on God had already given you enough teachings hallelujah so that he can set you up for a time such as COVID so then we got technology that has came and technology has taken most of our happiness because we have learned how to now incorporate screen time we used to didn't have screen time now we have screen time and that screen times take you away from what's really happening in your surroundings hallelujah have you ever been in a store and people just on their phone and they're walking while they're on their phone as a matter of fact there were games that came
came out and people ended up getting killed because of screen time, because they was glued to the screen. But see, that's a trick of the enemy because Satan wants to come and kill, steal, and destroy. And the only way that he's going to do that is plant certain devices unaware so that you yourself wouldn't know what have became of you in your situation so now here he has planted the device and so now we are glued to the device and we are depressed and we are we are stuck in a place we are stressed out and we don't even know why but you know what has happened is the recesses of your mind has lied to you and began showing you things that's on your screen time hallelujah and it has put you in a place because now you can't figure out what's going on because your observation skills has been taken away from you you can't observe what's going on around you all you can observe is what you put in you and what you put in you is cars money houses things and because you don't have those cars money fashions fame and all of that you have taken on this spirit of depression you've taken on this spirit that have you anxious to have something that's not even yours Yeah, I know. God's going to bless us. Yes, God's going to give it to us. God's going to give us what we need. God's going to grant unto us favor. See, the favor already there. But I know God's going to position us and take us somewhere else. But if our time is not now and we ate before it was time, if we consume too much, hallelujah. How many of you know when you eat too much, you, 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 can't, you can't think right. Your stomach feels very heavy. You start feeling sick in yourself. So can't you just see what's going on and what the enemy has done? He's fed you all of this false reality, all of these things that you have yourself hoped up in when the things are not even of God. So we are going to look at Mark chapter 8. When who I am no longer works for me. Mark chapter 8, 31 and 37. If we can get that real quick, Pastor James, I would have that you read verse by verse. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, see, here is Jesus. That's verse 31. Okay, here is Jesus. Now, he just finished talking to the disciples about what's getting ready to happen to him. He's explaining to them that he's going to have to leave. And right before this verse, he had just asked them, who do men say that I am? And they all had some say, see, some say prophet, some say you are Elisha. But then he's, Peter said, then he's asked P them all, who do you say I am? And Peter, the great lion Peter, come on, sword pulling out Peter. He said, for you are the Christ. And we know that when Peter said that and revealed that through the Holy Spirit in another book, Jesus said, upon this rock, I will build my church. And so, verse 32, go ahead. Now, Peter, can't, re, keep reading, keep reading. Now, 
Now, here is Peter. <laughs> Peter called himself rebuking Christ. And Jesus had to rebuke him. Jesus looked around. Can you imagine that the great rabbi, the teacher, master, the one whom they seen perform these miracles, hallelujah, being rebuked by his student right in the crowd of the other disciples. We got to be careful how we honor leadership. And so now here Jesus looks around and then he had to take his authority back and he had to tell Peter, I rebuke you because I recognize that you are talking from your flesh. You're not talking about the things of God. You're not mindful of the things of God. Remember, the Holy Spirit had not yet came upon them and dwell with them. The Holy Spirit came after Jesus left. He said, I'm going to leave you a comforter. Amen. And so isn't it good to know that Jesus can still love Peter because Jesus knows exactly what Peter has and what Peter doesn't have? Hallelujah. So he just rebukes him and he says, you're not mindful of the things of God. You have positioned yourself too much in the flesh and you're not thinking about what I have to do and what I'm saying. Right before this, he asked them, do y'all not hear what I'm saying to you? Which says that you're not understanding the teaching because I've said this and I'm teaching you all. And, and, and there is something that I must do for my father. But instead of getting in your flesh when God tells you to turn something down, instead of getting in your flesh when God tells you to turn and walk away, you need to be mindful of the spirit of God. You need to be mindful of what the spirit of God is doing. Be careful, be careful, because if you don't and you walk in your flesh, you will be rebuked. Hallelujah. In verse 34, he comes and he tells him. Let him deny himself. See, we are in a place where we don't want to deny ourselves because we feel like everything we have obtained is ours. And nobody's just going to let anybody come take something that's theirs. Amen. Not without a fight. Amen. But the thing that we know about God is we don't have to fight. Hallelujah. Sometimes turning a thing over is just what the Lord required. But if you're too busy trying to fight and hold on to something that God is trying to release you from, then you're going to miss your blessing. You're not going to be able to be in the place where you see yourself at. It's going to take you about 20 more years because you failed to hear the voice of God that says, deny yourself. You got to be able to deny your flesh. You got to be able to deny what man has taught you. You got to be able to deny the places that you used to go and how you used to do them. You got to be able to deny what you know. You can't think the way you used to think. You got to be able to take up your cross. Now, what is taking up your cross? He said, you must deny me and then you must take up your cross what is taking up your cross preparation to die preparation to let go of what I thought I knew preparation to let go of the formal things I heard apostle this morning say we ain't we're no church as usual do you know how hard it'll be if we continue trying to hold on to where we was eight years ago hallelujah but we're making preparation to let go of it all we're preparing ourselves. We are taking the Christ, taking the cross of Christ. Hallelujah. You know, the two brothers, they said, will you, can I sit with you? Can you, can I be with you 
when you go to heaven. He said, no, 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 I got a question for you. Are you willing to sip of the cup that I sip of? With, with, with no question asked. How many of us find ourselves in a place where we're questioning God about everything? We haven't gotten to a place where we can hear the voice of God that says let go and let God, but we're still fighting for things that we have that we don't necessarily need. Why? Because you haven't made yourself accustomed to the spirit of God. You're not sensitive enough. You're not willing to die so that the spirit can speak to you. Oh, 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 oh. We want God to speak to us, but we don't want him to speak to us the way he chooses to speak to us. Because as soon as he says something we don't want to hear, we deny the power thereof. But instead of denying this new thing that God is doing, you got to deny the old thing that's in you. You got to deny your old mentality because Jesus is not doing this the way he was doing it five, six years ago. You got to deny the places that you've been. You got to get off of tradition. You got to get off of religion. You got to stand up and make a change. Hallelujah. You got to be able to take the cross and die. Now, what happens when you die? When you die, we've already had the example of Christ. Now, when he went to the cross, what happened? He died. Hallelujah. But when he died, he went back to hell to take back everything that belongs to him hallelujah everything that belonged to the kingdom hallelujah so you have to position yourself to walk that way hallelujah just because you die and just because you are making preparation to die and just because you have chosen to die that is a gain for you see the gain is that now you get to walk down to hell you get to walk back to the places you've been come on you get to walk back to that familiar attitude you get to walk back to that familiar uh, 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 smoking and and drinking and the way you, you get to walk back to that and have dominion over that very thing that you let go of but see what I love about God is because God loves us so much that still is needed in the kingdom so you're worrying about holding on to something you're gonna get back you're fighting for something you're gonna get back because God created all things to work together for him. But he has to have someone with dominion over that very thing you're trying to hold on to. See, because as long as you're kissing with it, as long as you're dancing with it, as long as you're in the midst of it, you don't have dominion over it. You're going to fall every time. Remember in the beginning of the message, I said you keep finding yourself in the same situations. You keep fighting the same battles. That battle is there so that you can conquer it and have dominion over it. And until you submit yourself, until you humble yourself, hallelujah, until you prepare yourself for death, come on, it hurts because I got to let it go. Yeah, I know, but I'm preparing myself for death. You don't understand. I know how to take care of myself. But in this new thing that God is doing in my life, I'm going to let go of how I used to take care of myself. I'm going to let go of what I used to do when people did X, Y, and Z. I'm going to let go of how I thought and what I thought God was and what I wanted him to be i'm gonna let go of it all because soon as i count it as dung i gain even the more so 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 you're not gonna be able to say that you are ready to deny yourself unless you understand what god is doing 
Now, see, back in the days, I appreciate religion, but I commend them. Hallelujah. I clap hard for them, whether they fail or not. It does not matter because the teaching that we get now, we as believers shouldn't be in some of the places that we are in because the revelation of God is so heavy and so rich. Hallelujah. That now we know how to fight battles, but yet we're still holding on to the world's way of fighting our battle. Why is that? Because you're full of your flesh. You still got self in you. You still got Angela in you. Come on. You got to say your name sometimes. You still got you in you. And as long as you got you in you, you would never deny yourself because Baal cannot go against Baal. Satan can't go against itself. So as long as you're on the side where Satan wants you to be in and you're trying to still have dominion over that thing, it's never going to work because you're not going to truly tell the truth to yourself. You can't tell the truth to yourself because you want God to move the way yourself wants him to move. And as long as you keep looking at God the way you feel like God should be, then you're never going to get to that place where you see yourself going to be. See, the dreams are going to keep coming. Yeah, the visions, they're going to keep coming. The places that you want to be and the places that you want to go and what you know God has called you to do, that's going to still be in you. But you're going to keep fighting a losing battle because you got to submit. You got to submit to the will and to the things of God. You got to let go. You got to let go. You got to let go. Read verse 35. What do I do? What do I do when myself what, what what I want and who I am is not working for me no more that mean I got to do something different I got to let go of it all come on I got to let it all go Jesus said who 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 whoever lose their life will gain their life hallelujah when will we get to the point to where we understand the principles of God yes we come to church we shout we scream we can walk the floors and speak in tongues and swear we tearing up the devil's head but when are you gonna let go of that ugliness that you got when are you gonna let go of that place that's not working for you no more it's not getting you nowhere everybody's still walking away from you come on you're supposed to be gaining souls but you can't gain souls because they walking away from you why is that because soon as they sit around you just a little while your real true self gonna show up so here he said uh, who, who, who gonna lose their life it's not yours by the way remember I told you that he's gonna give it back to you come on we going somewhere just stay with me we are living in this world and in this world hallelujah we've learned some things in this world the world has given to us I remember I'm gonna tell this testimony really quick and it's just go with this message um I had jewelry galore hallelujah gold on my finger every finger had diamonds baguettes see y'all did diamonds I did baguettes because I understood what do you know royalty hallelujah remember I told you whatever you had when you lose it he gonna give it back to you so I lost all of my prized possessions my 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 jewelry was so much meant so much to me that I carried it everywhere I go because go went because I knew the power of the wealth that I had hallelujah in my jewelry in my in my in my tangible wealth hallelujah and then it came a time where I had just first bought my first coach bag and when I bought my first coach bag um, um I carried my jewelry in it and that the the very day hallelujah that I was very attentive I lost everything 
I left it at the gas station, and I didn't understand why I had to lose everything before I came to Christ. I wasn't saved yet. But what God did was he stripped me of everything that I had, every valuable possession that I thought was good. Now, why am I telling you this? Because when you gain stuff while you're in the world, when you come to Christ, you got to expect to lose it. But we have been coming to Christ, and we have been in the church, and we have everything that we ever had when we was in the world. Yes, the way you live, you still live in that way the way you handled your business you still handling your business that way the way you don't forgive quickly you still doing those things right now but you got to be able to let it go because why the world gave it to you and if the world gave it to you you're gonna lose it anyhow see that's why God Jesus asked the rich man he said would you be able to let go of everything it was a reason for that because I'm not the one who gave it to you Jesus said I'm not the one who gave that to you but if Jesus don't come to us and speak to us just like that it's hard for us to let go but we got to get to the place where we truly trust God that we truly trust his word that whatever I lose I'm going to gain back I'm not going to be fearful to let go anymore because I'm going to deny I'm not going to deny the power thereof because if I deny the power thereof I'll never get it back salvation is not supposed to be hard for you saints salvation is not supposed to be this 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 stressful thing that you have but it's because you're mingling the world behavior you're mingling the world things. You're, me you're mingling the world mentality along with your salvation walk. He wasn't playing when he said, take my yoke. For my yoke is easy and my burden was light. He don't lie. He's not a man that he should lie. Neither will his word come back to him void. So when he told the rich man, get rid of everything you have, it was a reason for that. So I come before you today to tell you, lose everything you have. Get rid of everything you have. Why? Because who you was and what you have is not working for you no more. It's not working for you. It's only keeping you depressed. It's only keeping you bowed down. I appreciate Sister Anita. Hallelujah. When she came to the ministry. Hallelujah your glory be unto God. She gave me her herringbone necklace. I don't know what she gave it to me for. Hallelujah. But she said, Pastor, I just got to get it, get, it, get it away from me. I just got to give it to you. How many of you just willing to get rid of everything that you thought you knew? Huh? Come on, I'm not talking about y'all can say that, oh, I can walk around without my hair done. I can walk around. I'll give everything to the homeless. Yeah, you can say that. But what about your inner man? Huh? Is you cleaning up your house? Is you sweeping around your own front door? Because the way we used to do things, we can't do those things no more you got to be able to repent for the places that you've been in come on I'm not talking about at the bar come on I'm not talking about the physical place I'm talking about the spiritual place I'm talking about the places nobody know where you at when you in your room at the, in the middle of the night I'm talking about them places that you go when are you going to be able to let them go so that God can do what he needs to do we got to stand up for Christ saints and we're not going to be able to see the power in this hour unless we're willing to walk it the way he want us to walk it talk it the way he want us to talk it and what I want to say does not matter but what he wants to do and what he wants to say means everything to a soul that's lost I can't gain a soul if I'm witnessing to them out of me and what I know about God. I got to be able to gain a soul right where they are. Hallelujah. Because if I start giving them tradition and religion out of my thought process of what I know, then they're not going to be one. But I got to be able to go empty and allow the Holy Spirit to speak to me concerning each individual that I speak to. But we can't do that because we want to be so holy. We want to be so astute in the word. We want to get to a place where everybody, ain't nobody holy but me. I got the anointing. I'm the one 
one. I'm the one. See me, see me, see me. No, God is not showing you off like that. See, God shows you off in secret. Hallelujah. He shows you off when you are willing to let go in secret. You got to be able to let go in secret. You got to get to a place where you real, real with God. Come on. Yeah, you say you get real, real with God. And I'm not challenging any of your relationship, but I'm telling you, you're coming to him the wrong way. You're not confessing your sins. You're not confessing the places that you where you need to be and where you want to go in him. You're not telling the truth about those things. Now, hallelujah. We're going to turn real quick to Matthew chapter 19 and 21. Ooh, and who I am no longer works for me. I got to let it go. I got to let it go in order to live. I got to die in order to live. Oh, my God. Hallelujah. I don't have nothing to offer God for my soul, but I got to die in order to live. In Matthew chapter 19, verse 21, it says, Keep reading. Mm, sorrowful. That's the problem. You're so sad about what you got to give up. God loves a cheerful giver. Be cheerful in what you lose for Christ. Be cheerful in the things that you got to walk away from. Why? Because you got a promise on the other side. It's a reason why he took them from one side to the other side in the boat. Hallelujah. But what you need to understand is God wants you to be excited about what he's getting ready to do for you. Because if you see what he's getting ready to do for you, then what you have right now don't matter. Hallelujah. You would be able to see the end result and be excited about what God is going to do for you. How do I know that? Because through your faith is the way God is going to push it through. Hallelujah. But if you're down about not having what you're supposed to have two years from now, then you're not utilizing your faith. You're operating in doubt. But you got to believe that God has more for you than what you have right now. Because whatever you lose right now, he's going to give it back a hundredfold. When what I am and who I am don't work for me no more then it behooves me my sisters and brothers to let it go all I can do is just let it go give up the ghost come on you've already picked up the cross but you're carrying the cross way too long you allow people to continue to spit on you if you got your cross you allow people to continue to kick you and persecute you if you got your cross you're going through turmoil if you got your cross but oh what a people if they could just hang on that cross Knowing that they're going to get up, hallelujah, knowing that on the other side of this cross that God is going to do, rep, recompense you for everything that you lost. Come on, he ain't just saved us for nothing, beloved. There is a purpose and a plan for it. But how many of us is ready to go through? So here, 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 verse 22, he's sorrowful. He's sad. He's sad about what the world gave him. Can you imagine knowing that what you have the world gave to you and you sad about it when you sad about what God is getting ready to do for you that means that you don't believe that he's going to bring you out that means that you don't believe that he has riches and glory for you that means that you're living in a place where you don't feel like God is God you don't think that he's going to be able to take you from one place to another place so you just sit in sorrowfulness but not only that then he turned away and walk away I'm telling you right now 
beloved, you probably don't even know it, but some of you sitting in here right now then did just like this rich man did. He was so rich in himself. Come on. He was so rich in his wealth. Hallelujah. I knew he had a whole lot of money, but we don't have money to let go of. We ain't got the money to let go of, but we got pride. Huh? We got self-righteousness. Huh? Come on, God ain't dealing with you and your finances because he's trying to get rid of your pride. He's trying to get rid of your self-righteousness. So when you look at this scripture, don't bypass it because you think it's a talking about money. There is something that you're rich in that God don't need you be to be rich in. You're, there's something you're full of that God wants you to be empty of. There is something, hallelujah, that applies to you in this scripture. All you got to do is think about what am I doing too much of what am I doing too much of hallelujah hallelujah of the world and what am I doing too little of of God oh my God would you count up the cost and see yourself why am I telling you this not to convict you hallelujah not to even condemn you but to grow you and to supercharge you to take you from one place to another place so that you can know that every time you ooh, mm, 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 mm. listen we say this everybody can't go with you well, when are we going to stop looking at flesh? Because everything in me can't go with me. Everything I'm dealing with, everything I done built up, I, it can't go with me. I need to let it off. I need to let it fall off. It can't go with me. Why? Because there is more for me. And if I keep holding on to the ugly that's fooling me, that looks beautiful right now, then I'm not going to see glory. <laughs> yeah, it looked beautiful for me to stand up and take up for myself. Yeah, it looks like I'm not weak. Hallelujah. But if I just allow myself to submit to God then I'm going to be able to be glorified with God don't y'all know Jesus was glorified with him hallelujah there is a plan for you to get rid of what you got what you holding on to so that you can be glorified with him hallelujah we got to be the jewels that Jesus show off hallelujah we got to be the diamonds and the rubies that God wants to show off but how is he going to do that by purging you of yourself no longer can you look at someone else and say oh they did this to me oh this is why I'm going through. No, I'm going through because I haven't stood up and took charge over my life. Only me, Lord. It's me standing in the need of prayer. Nobody did nothing to me. Yes, my mother did this. Yes, my father wasn't there, but they didn't do that. It was the way God wanted me to walk, and I accept full responsibility, and I take charge over everything, hallelujah, that happened to me. I take dominion over the abuse. The abuse can't have me no more because I over that my thought process my depression can't have me no more because I want to be glorified with my father and if I keep holding on to this hurt come on it's so ugly anyhow if I keep holding on to this pain what is it getting you anyhow if I keep holding on to what they said about me what is it getting you anyhow for what profit a man to gain this whole world you looking good because you fighting your own battle you look good hallelujah to somebody who can't see You look all holy and sanctified to somebody who can't see. But what good is it doing you? You are profiting this world. Everybody on Facebook got you all these likes. You look real good. <laughs> Hallelujah. But if I look in the soul of your eyes, you hurting. Come on. Y'all know how many rich people that took their life because they was hurting? They had money, but they were still sick. They had money, but they didn't want to live. A black man, a black doctor jumped out the hospital room in his bed. Hallelujah. And killed himself. Hallelujah. How you do that? That's because you don't know the power of God. And happiness is 
not in your money. Happiness is not in your likes on your Facebook. Who cares about a like? I'm trying to move somewhere. I'm trying to own Facebook. Y'all ain't, I'm not, I'm not trying to own Facebook. I don't want them problems. That man be on TV too much. He always in the courtroom. I don't want none of his problems. <laughs> but all I'm trying to tell you is when what you have is not working for you no more, deny it. Deny it. It's not yours. Do you believe that if you were born to have such an attitude, and when you come to Christ and you're willing to let go of the attitude, what you need to understand is that is needed in the kingdom. So God will bless you and grace you in that very same situation. You say, oh, pastor, you don't, you can't say that. You can't say that. I'm telling you how God works, what he takes from you. He gives it to you and then he shows you how. He shows you when. See, God don't want to just change you and take everything from you from your inner self. But what he want to do is show you how it works in the kingdom. He wants to show you how it works on his side. <laughs> but you got to let it go because the world gave it to you. The world told it to you. Now you got to learn. He said, take, take, take on me and learn of me. Come on, learn of me because if you learn of me, you will see you ain't even got to fight no battles. If you learn of me, you will see I'll make room for you. I already set the doctors up before you got there, baby. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You walking in a store, ain't got no money. But I already touched somebody to bless you. What you fighting for? What you going against me for? Why is you trying to hold on to the, to the Satan's tactic when I already given you the riches? it's already yours we can't see it because it's money we're looking for it's tangible we're looking for tangible but in the spirit realm we own everything you say everything yes baby go to the hospital you own that doctor <laughs> come on you got his degree hallelujah you have to walk in there in authority I don't know what report he gonna give me today but the devil is a liar and I'm gonna speak peace in the midst of my situation before I even go matter of fact why I'm making the appointment I already won <laughs> hallelujah I don't care what he say he got a world's degree <laughs> But my doctor, my doctor, my doctor, Dr. Jesus, don't play with me. He don't play when it comes to me. Yeah, they may give me the report, but I'm going to continue to walk in my dominion. Yeah, he may say something I don't want to hear, but I'm going to continue to walk in my dominion. Why? Because God's waiting to see. Hallelujah. How long you can wait this out? How, how good is your faith? This is a test. This is a test. How good is your faith? Is your faith for real, for real? Or is you just giving me some lip service? So don't be don't be bothered by the report he's just sending you to the enemy's camp he's sending you to the enemy's camp to see would you apply kingdom principles he's sending you to king to to the world to see would you apply kingdom principles now here listen the reason why we're losing is because he knows and understands that we can't fight the world with the world. That's why you got to let it go. Because if you let it go, he's going to let you keep it because he got to take you back to the enemy's camp to, to show glory, to show kingdom. Do y'all understand that? So don't be fearful. Fret not because the work of the evildoers. Neither be there envious. Oh my God, of workers of iniquity. For they will soon wither down. Come on, what, what is grass? Grass is under your feet. See, that's what's wrong. We as believers, 
Hallelujah. We as believers, we got our neighbors being blessed and we not. This is what our problem is. We see other people being blessed and we know we're doing the right thing. We see everybody going up and we know we're doing the right thing. But isn't it good that when you know that God hides you behind a bush that one day... Lo and behold, I'm going to rise. One day, lo and behold, I'm going to rise to the occasion of my father. He's just making me prepared. He's preparing me. He wants me to get rid of it. Hallelujah. So when I go, I won't die. When I go, I won't kill myself. Why do you think when you go witness, they end up having more conversation than you? Because, hallelujah, you can't be showing off kingdom if you still on their level. If you're still thinking the way they think, if you're still, hallelujah, oh, I do understand. Yeah, see, I've been there before. No, baby, do you know the power of Jesus? <laughs> do you see me? You see where I am. Do you know, hallelujah, that my father would never leave you or forsake you? Hallelujah, you got to talk kingdom. You got to talk in a place that gives you the authority over man's power. How many of you believe that, that you got authority over man's power? You got authority over man's way. That's why you don't have to fight battles man's way because you already won okay we're gonna close up real quick hallelujah oh my god my god let's go to john chapter 12 real quick i want to talk about this hallelujah you you know you you gotta have reverse you gotta reverse your life you gotta reverse from where you used to be hallelujah i know we've been tricked and say oh god loves me the way i am Hallelujah. That's what's been keeping us stuck. That's a lie. The devil is a lie. Yeah, he loves you where you are, but do you understand the full meaning? He gives you space for grace. Hallelujah. There is a time, hallelujah, that he's going to appoint to you to come out of where you are. You can't just continue saying he loves me the way I am. Just because he loves a weed head and an alcoholic and a liar and a prostitute doesn't mean that one day he wants you to be free. Come on, saints. He wants you to be free. God loves you the way you are. Yes, but I am pressing toward the mark of my high calling. I am letting go of everything that I thought I once knew. Hallelujah. Glory be unto God. John chapter 12, verse 24 through 25. Mm. My God, do you see that? Did you, did you hear that? Let's read it again for him, Pastor James. Listen, except you die. Uh-huh. Mm. When you die, you are here dying all by yourself. You think you are. Hallelujah. And it feels all alone. You feel isolated. You feel like you by yourself, hallelujah. But when you are willing to die, you ain't dying by yourself. You know that there is going to be much more to come to you. Now, when we think about reversing what we used to do and how we used to do it, he said that in verse uh, 25, 24, he said, read it again.
it brings forth much fruit. So God is waiting for you to position yourself to die. Hallelujah. You've been prepared. Remember, I told you, you already got the cross. You're carrying it. And you're carrying it. But you're carrying the cross way too long. He's waiting for you to go ahead and die. He's waiting for you to go ahead and give up the ghost. Why? Because he's going to give you much fruit. Hallelujah. He has a better plan for you. But you got to be able to do what you've never done before. They say a fool keeps doing the same thing over and over and over again. And not only do they just keep doing it over and over again, but they are actually looking for something different while they're doing it over and over again. So insanity is, hallelujah, doing something over and over again and expecting something different. So here we are every year crying about the same thing. Why? Because who I am is no longer working for me. See, last year when I did it, I came through. But here I am facing it again, but I just did not get the weapons that I need because I didn't allow myself to get rid of what got me here. Did y'all get that? So, so, so you got to be able to let it go. When we reverse thing, reverse means a complete change of action. That means completely I change. That means that all 100%, complete means 100, 100, 100. Y'all put that 100. Somebody say something real good, y'all put 100. What does that mean? That means that don't nothing else need to be said. It is complete. Hallelujah. So God is waiting for you to be finished you know jesus said it is finished my work is done hallelujah so here a complete reverse means a complete change of action that means that i have to do something different now what do i have to do what i want to tell you is you must do the opposite of what you've been doing you must not stay in the same place that you've been doing and thinking that you're going to bring this over to the kingdom no you just going to keep a church mentality kingdom is not going to be where you are you just going to be confessing kingdom but you're not going to be able to live in kingdom so you got to be able to do the opposite of what you've been doing why because god although he don't leave us blind he don't tell us everything and so because you've already put yourself in a place to know how he's going to move or feel like he's going to continue doing what he's going to do you're going to miss him move in your life why because you continue doing the same thing over and over and over again well beloved on today i stand before you and i say to you you got to make a change you got to make a change for once in your life <laughs> you got to make a complete change for once in your life hallelujah we've been making baby changes well when this come up I'll fix that well when that come up I'll take care of it then I'll pay attention to it when that come up don't nobody see it right now so I'll wait till it get exposed ain't nobody said anything so when somebody say something I'm gonna have my lie already put together because I already been in a place where I know I'm gonna get exposed and I done told myself if this happens this is what I'm gonna do this how I'm gonna move see you've already prepared yourself for the fall and you just waiting so you can use the lie that you put together for your fall but you got to be able to do something different you got to make a complete change you got to change that thing that made you fall you got to change the position that made you fall you can no longer handle stuff when it comes up in your life you got to go ahead and take care of it right now all you got to do is think about where you was last year what made me fall oh that made me fall go ahead now and take ownership of it so that you can change so you can make that change for once in your life come on because other than that you're going to keep on going around the merry-go-round and you're going to keep falling hallelujah you ain't never going to be able to get to the place where you own something you ain't never going to get to the place where you take possession of what's really yours you just going to keep dibbing and dabbing with it you just going to keep being on the outside 
outskirts of it. But if you want to own and you want to take all possession of what God has given to you, then I tell you that you got to stand up to yourself. You got to put yourself in the mirror and tell the ugly truth about yourself. You got to be able to say, I don't want to do this no more. I don't want to be here no more. It's time for me to walk in the glory of God. Now, what am I saying to you? You got to lose something in order to gain something. You must release yourself from your old man. You must release yourself from the way you used to be so that the new one can take charge. What do you say? You haven't met your kingdom self yet. You haven't met you in the kingdom. You met you in the world and you know all about you in the world. But you ain't met yourself in the kingdom yet. You don't even know who you really are. You perpetrating and flogging and pretending but you don't really know who you are because if you knew who you are in the kingdom you would walk different. You got to introduce yourself. Force yourself to your kingdom self force yourself to where God wants you to be look at yourself and know that this is this is not of God this can't be because God would not have me continuing to cry and continuing to be without because right now I'm telling you people of God the wealth of God is at hand the kingdom of God is at hand and you're not gonna be able to partake in what God is doing because you are still in the world I'm telling you slap yourself pinch yourself get yourself to your kingdom self so that you will be able to sit and bask in the glory of God. It's time for kingdom to take place. It's time for kingdom to come to this earth. It's time for the people of God to walk in their rightful place. It's time for the people of God to take authority over everything that God that, oh, desires for them. It's time, beloved. We can't no longer just keep coming to church hoping that the prophet speaks to us. We can't continue coming to church hoping that I hear a word. We can't continue you're coming to church making sure we got the right shoes on so we can run around the building we gotta be able to introduce ourselves to kingdom will you let go so kingdom can stand up will you let go so kingdom can take charge I'm telling you it's something about releasing who you used to be because when you release mercy yeah you receive mercy but when you release mercy you gain favor when you release forgiveness yes you forget you get forgiveness from God but when you release forgiveness, you gain peace. Something about forgiving when I used to not want to forgive, that gives me peace on the inside. Come on. Peace unshakable. Peace that the world don't understand. But see, I got to first do something, and that is I got to change me. So when I didn't want to forgive, now I got to forgive. Because when I forgive, now I get peace. When I didn't want to love, if I release love, then souls are saved. Everything that I release of myself, God is going to give it back to me and I gotta believe that without a shadow of a doubt come on no reasonable doubt no reasonable doubt without a shadow of a doubt I gotta believe that when I let go of myself that God's gonna give me something man can't take away from me but everything I have man keep taking away from me let me tell you what's going on it's because what you have the enemy has given it to you so soon as you come to church and the man of God say something to you to resonate you and to convince you and you come to the altar and you say God I repent I repent I repent well because Satan gave you everything you have when you go back home and you by yourself he starts saying not not a boo boo you think you gonna be healed I gave you that <laughs> you think you gonna be blessed remember I gave you that but 
But then you start fighting with yourself. Because remember in the beginning of the message, I said you ain't going to let nobody take nothing from you that belongs to you. So then you start fighting with yourself and start holding on to everything the world and gave you. Why? Because you didn't let Satan punk you. You didn't let Satan make you feel like if you let it go, God will not give it back. <laughs> Y'all got to be able to see this thing for what it is. Quit playing with it like it's a toy. You got to know who you are. You got to represent God on this earth realm like you don't even care about what the devil got to say. You got to represent God with that fighter that's in you. See, you fighting for the wrong thing. I'm telling you because I know who I used to be and I know what God brought me from. But it took him a long time. To me it did because I would fight with my husband all the time and say, that's not who I am I know what I'm supposed to have I know how I'm supposed to be treated and I don't want to be treated that way but oh my God I thank God for the man of God because he taught me something submission is the way hallelujah humility is the way hallelujah because my flesh knew exactly what to do when somebody disrespected me my flesh knew how to exactly knew exactly what to do when my money got funny come on your flesh know what to do when you need to work something out hallelujah but when I let go and I let God thank you man of God I never understood it I never could get with it I'm like hold on that's a sign of weakness what's wrong with you you got authority you better you gotta rise to the occasion in your uh, in your authority but I'm glad because he taught me the way of submission see you gotta be able to submit and submit is don't do what you used to do I wouldn't be standing up here with you if I fought against everything that came to me hallelujah because when you decide to follow Jesus the book is gonna be thrown at you but you gotta be able to stand the test of time you gotta know that the Holy Spirit got you you gotta be able to turn yourself to your secret closet and get strength from your inner man cuz I'm telling you if I can confess right now I wouldn't be in the church today if I hadn't let go of who I was if I wanted to continue to fight against I'm telling you I'm telling you you don't understand I don't think you understand I don't think you understand because what I used to do I couldn't do it no more who I used to be I couldn't be that no more but when God saw that I was really ready when God saw that I was faithful to submission when God saw that I was faithful to not having when God saw that I was faithful hallelujah in my prayer life oh my God he did something spectacular and I'm telling you right now in the name of Jesus Satan and hell can't touch none of what God has done for me I don't care who you is I don't know who you is but I'm speaking to you today don't be afraid of letting go don't be afraid of giving up because God is going to restore what the canker worm has taken God is going to give back to you everything you decide to drop by the wayside everything you stop toying with and fooling with God is going to give you the power oh my God not just for yourself but he gonna give you I'm speaking to you, minister, tonight. <laughs> he gonna give you power in the kingdom realm. <laughs> oh, my God. See, we playing with it in the earth realm. But I want power in the spiritual realm. I want the devils to tremble when they call my name. I want the devils to say, oh, yeah, I know who she is. When I woke up, I want the devil to stand down. Why? Not, 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 not because I. <laughs> but it's because of the Christ that liveth in me. It's because I know who my God is. It's because I know, hallelujah, that this earth needs to see the power.
you like. Because as I go down, every blow you give me, God gonna give it back to me double. Y'all know what he told Elijah. Submit yourself. He ain't tell him to submit himself, but you see submission all through him. He was waiting on the man of God, waiting on the man. He gave him a double portion. So every blow gonna give you a double portion. Continue to go down. Continue to go down. You don't gotta rise up because if you rise up, then God's enemies can't be scattered. But if you go low, then the enemies of God got to recognize who you is. They got to recognize the anointing on your life. Clap your hands if you know Tell somebody I'm moving from this place. I'm changing who I've been. And I'm going where I need to go. Clap your hands if you need. Come on and bless God for that powerful word. Let you go home. We're gonna let you go home. We're gonna let you go home. Sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. I'm listening to Pastor. I'm listening. I'm saying, Oh my God, such a powerful word. The first thing that hit me, the first thing that hit me, she's talked about moving. But how many of you in here have ever positioned your mind to move and said, I need to move, I'm ready to move, I want to move, but then changed because you looked at what you had to do in order to move. You say, oh, I'm ready for another house. I'm ready to move. I'm ready to make that move. I had enough. I'm tired of being here. But then you thought about, I got to pack. I got to find a truck. I got to clean the carpet. I got to repaint. I I'm just going to make myself comfortable where I'm at because I don't feel like going through everything I got to go through to move. Did y'all hear that? She's telling us, this me. It ain't working no more. I got to get this me away from here. But I don't want to move. <laughs> uh, so, so, so I'm going to accept my weakness. I'm going to accept my frailties. I'm going to accept my insecurities. I'm going to keep all this because I don't want to pack. I don't want to pack this up. I don't want to move this. I don't want to uncover all this. I don't want to get rid of this. So I'm just going to keep myself right here because I'm comfortable. So don't be mad. Don't be mad when you can't get what you're supposed to get at the, at the new place. Because every time you move, you get something else. Every, every time you move, you find something else. So don't get mad when you didn't get what you thought you was going to get because you didn't move. You can only get what you're supposed to get when you move. I got to get rid of me. I got to get rid of me. I got to get rid of the me that's me. And I want to get this other me when I get introduced to my kingdom me. Well, that was some powerful stuff. That was some power. That was a powerful word. Huh? I want to walk up to my kingdom me say, a lot like me. <laughs> 
Then came to me and said, came to me and said, well, I'm supposed to. I'm you. Then I said, but how come I don't have what you got? King to me said, because you ain't living where I'm living. So I said, so I like what I see. So how do I get there? He said, well, you got to move from over there. I, I, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. But I'm not quite sure I want to go through all that. Well, then stop looking at me like you want something. Can you leave that? You, that's what you ought to ask yourself right now. Can, can you leave that? Can you leave that? Can you, can you, can you leave? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Can you leave working 40 hours and still being broke? Can you, can you leave finding out you sick when you thought you was well? Can you leave not having enough power to change your destiny when you know your destiny is supposed to be changed? Can you leave it? I want to. I'm afraid I'm here to help you and what kingdom me said kingdom me said well I'm here to help you leave that but what if I don't have any more of that you don't need any of that cause what I have is greater that where you had 10,000 I'm about to make it 100,000 where you had one house I'm about to make it three houses because you're going to need a summer house and you're going to need a vacation house see y'all can't, can't think like I think you be okay with just what two houses but now I need more. I need a summer house and a vacation house. Because what I'm going to do at my vacation house, I'm not going to do at my summer house. Because my summer house is where I'm going to live in the summer. But I got to get away from Y'all ain't saying that. Where you had two cars, I'm going to make sure you have four. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make sure you do like Dick. Dick pull up in my driveway today and said, this look like a mini parking lot. A car lot. He said, a small car lot. I said, yeah, too many cars around here. <laughs> but you didn't know those was kingdom cars. It's time for us to get it. Do y'all really want it? For real, for real. For real, for real. Do you want it? It's simple as saying, I'm going to let go. I'm going to let go of this me. Because this me ain't working anymore. Stand to your feet. Say, give my life away. You got to give this away. 
when you can give this away, you can get what God has for you. That's your strength. Because you, you give your mind away. You, you got to give your thought process away. You got to give your ideas away. I just give myself away. It was amazing to me when the songwriter came out. I couldn't comprehend it because I was saying, why would I, why would I at any point in my life want to give of myself away? Because it was myself that had gotten me what I had. But now I'm realizing that what I have comes from the world. And I can't hold it. I got to let it go so I can get what the kingdom has for me. So in order for me to let it go, I've got to give myself away. So he could use me. Giving myself away. This is your chance. I know we've been on the altar. We've experienced such a tremendous outpouring of God's presence. But maybe you're ready. Or maybe you're saying, or maybe you're not even ready. Maybe you're saying, Lord, I, I want to, but I don't know how. Or Holy Spirit, help me to give myself away. I want to give myself away so you can use me here I am Lord I'm giving it to you my life I'm putting it in your hands now I'm changing I'm longing to see your desire reveal. I gotta give this what I give myself away. Lord, every one of these. Come on, preachers. Come on, preachers. Pass the rest. Come on, preachers. Come on. Show you. Unless you have a word, if God has given you a specific word for anyone, then come on, preachers. Lay your hands on them. Come on. Lay your hands on them.
Total side, the total side. Be healed. 